You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. This is an important announcement for anyone who wants health insurance, even if you miss the deadline. Right now, you can get the health insurance you and your family need from top insurance providers, even if you have pre-existing conditions or no insurance at all. The Plus Benefits Health Insurance toll-free number has been extended to help anyone who wants health insurance coverage now, or if you need a better plan or a lower price. Call Plus Benefits Health Insurance now at 800-332-1993. The call is 100% free and the help is real. Call 800-332-1993. That's 800-332-1993. Welcome into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, December 4th, 2020, during our 25th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I am Chris Graveline. And what we would love for you to do during this holiday season, and in fact, actually right now, or at least in the next couple of days, is to use the free Into Tomorrow app, the audio option, and send us your holiday greeting, 20 to 30 seconds max, if you would, whatever you want to say about the holidays and wishing you and yours and your family the best holidays and so forth. We will add some holiday music to it, and we will put you on the air following commercial breaks. You see how fun it is? And we'd love to hear from you. So please do just that, and it will warm the cockles of our hearts. Can you say that on the radio? Our hearts? Sure. (laughs) Absolutely, you can. And that would be great, and we'll start airing it as soon as we can get it. So do that, and that'll be great. We'll even select some random Uh, rejoin holiday messages, if you will, to send additional prizes out to folks. So see how easy it is to win something with Into Tomorrow? And, of course, uh, if you've got a question, a comment, a concern about consumer tech, you can ask it at the same time, if you will, and then we'll address it on the air as well. It really is that easy. So thanks for joining us. We've got some tech news and commentary, and then we're going to get back to more of your calls. Larry in Michigan standing by, for example. In an historic first, two passengers recently embarked on a high-speed Hyperloop train at the Virgin Hyperloop 1,640-foot test track in Las Vegas, Nevada. Is this one of those, so which gets to the station first? Uh, No. Okay. Now, clearly, Virgin Hyperloop was confident in the trial because the two passengers on board were Josh Geigel, its uh, chief technology officer and co-founder, and Sarah Lucian, the company's head of passenger experience. Oh. Now, Jay Walder, CEO of Virgin Hyperloop, said, I, can, I can't tell you how often I get asked, is Hyperloop safe? With today's passenger testing, we have successfully answered this question. Now, did they have pictures or video, and when they arrived, was their face like, you know, like they lost 10 Gs or something? Or, Probably. Yeah. <laughs> but it is interesting that the uh, the head of passenger experience uh, didn't die or something. That would not be a yeah. good experience. Right. But you have to wonder. I'm wondering, is there video of them? Did they say how long the trip was? I didn't or? see that. But, you know, what I'm wondering is since I didn't hear news about this until after it happened, I wonder if any any news media knew about it until after it was successful. Oh, <laughs> that's Maybe tr- it wasn't successful. That's true. Okay, here's the deal. We're not going to say anything until afterwards. <laughs> and if there's a problem, anything goes wrong, well, they were nice, and we send our condolences to their family. There was an on-the-job injury. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this is Virgin. That's, Virgin Hyperloop, yeah. Yeah. The same company that's trying to compete with Elon Musk and X SpaceX yeah, and all that. So they're apparently and also trying to, you know, compete with his boring company. 
which I still think is the the most you know the perfect name. Yeah, and it's boring isn't boring a tunnel, but you know I find it boring isn't eh, boring. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> and we were supposed to be among the first to be able to use. His hyperloop kind of, was well, not really a hyperloop. It's just going from one end of the convention center to the other. Right. Uh, but there is no CES. Well, virtual CES, please. Uh, so that's happening in January. So we can't. We won't be in lost wages to actually ride the thing. Right. But we'll still be bringing uh, interviews with uh, virtual exhibitors. Oh man! And we're already lining them up. So many cool companies are introducing so many cool new products. You don't want to miss our three weeks worth of CES coverage coming up in January. So just that's all I can tell you right now. Stay tuned. We had to sign non-disclosure agreements with a bunch of people because they're telling us about cool new things that we're going to share with you as part of our coverage as we launch our 26th year on the air. Gosh, I'm tired. Yeah, me too. Do we want to keep doing this for a whole lot more? Yes. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Thanks. So, listen, this is awesome. Researchers have created a device that can power other devices from across a room. Remember last week I talked in tech news about uh, some headphones and where they can project audio uh, without having to wear headphones is what I meant. They can project audio to you across a room and everyone else in the room wouldn't hear any of it. And you're not wearing headphones. So this is not the same company, and this is obviously something entirely different because we're talking about powering devices. But the device, which is being called an anti-laser, interesting, works by pulling in protons instead of streaming them out. Scientists say the energy emitted from the device can be transmitted even if something is in the way of the beam. I like how Sean McMahon said that the description of this device sounds a heck of a lot like what we saw in Ghostbusters. Imagine, right? Great tech, though we'll have to keep an eye on it for you and let you know how it develops further. I don't want to be among the first in that room to send energy to power a device across the room if I'm in the room. Like, would it go through me? And what happens? Yeah. Well, I wonder if this is similar to the thing we talked about at CES last year. And I, I want to say the company was like Y Power or something. And it was a device similar to like it looked like a router or a smoke detector up in the ceiling. They showed it over a, like a, a boardroom table. Oh yeah, yeah. And yeah. it could then send wireless power to any device like it's on, it's on that table. In fact, we had of course a video interview in Vegas of that. So you can go look that up for our 2020 uh, CES coverage. And that's where everybody came back with the, the Rona. Yeah. Uh, so, but at least we got a bunch of interviews, and we do have video of that. So we're showing you that device. It's not this same company, but I, I wonder how it's going to work. The anti-laser. Hmm. Stay tuned. We'll keep an eye out for you. Instagram has started rolling out a new, more robust search tool to users in the U.S., U.K., Canada, Ireland, and two other English-speaking countries that allows you to look for posts using keywords. Previously, Instagram's search functionality limited you to finding specific content through hashtags and accounts. As for how the new tool goes about surfacing the content it does, an Instagram spokesperson said the new algorithm considers several factors, including when someone shared the post, the accompanying caption, and the photo or video that's on display. Interesting. The plot thickens. Yeah, so I guess maybe you know maybe you can like search for you know like sweater or something, and it'll start bringing up pictures of people wearing sweaters that are in your Instagram feed or something. Wow! And uh, at least you can then say, well, he or she looked good in that sweater. Perhaps yeah. it'll look good on me. Or that was terrible. I'm not going to buy that one. Uh -huh. uh, you never know. Amazon is getting lazy and wants you to do more of the delivery work for the holidays. 
they're now encouraging online shoppers to pick up their purchases at its stores and contactless Amazon hub locations instead of using their home delivery this season. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. The option is likely to help Amazon avoid last-mile delivery congestion, they say, and the company is touting it as a way to make sure that your surprise gifts stay secret. Oh, please. Really? So that's the line they're going to use so that you don't have to have them deliver right to your home? You'll go pick it up so your surprise gifts stay secret? If that's the case... Ship them elsewhere or, well, you know, ship them when the surprised person isn't there. Well, it's like when you ordered a, uh, you know, a Nerf gun for Cameron for Christmas from Amazon. Yeah. Rather than putting it inside a box like they do almost everything, they just slapped a mailing label on the, on the Nerf gun and thing itself. And it arrived here to your, ho- to your house when Cameron was there. I know. And he's saying, oh, someone's at the door. And I went, oh, what? Maybe it's a package. He loves going to get packages. And for some reason, oh, he was busy on the computer playing yeah. playing Minecraft or something or whatever it is. And so he didn't want to get up right there. He says, okay, I'll get it in a minute. Well, that in Cameron's time, a minute is a good hour, hour and a half So when he's busy on the computer. So I thought, ah, I might as well get it, whatever it is. And I opened the door, and like you said, unwrapped, unboxed, there was this big Nerf gun. I hope he's not listening because I just ruined that surprise um, <laughs> that I got him for Christmas, among other things. And it was like, really? I mean, you couldn't even put it in a box? Yeah, so I remember you had to you ran to the linen closet and got a blanket that you yes, wrapped it in. wrapped it, <laughs> it in a blanket the and then walked <laughs> by him and, and put it, you know, stashed it, and it was like, oh, my gosh, thank you, Amazon. Well, now, again, they're getting lazy. They don't want to deliver that last mile to your home. They're not going to give you a discount or anything. They just want you, out of the goodness of your heart, and spending your hard-earned money with them to go get your purchase. Yeah. Idiots. Uh-huh. Uh, again, Jeff Bozo. Is it Bozos? Bezos? Yeah, Bozos? Close. Yeah, close something enough. like that. May, has more money than God, and apparently it's you know not good enough. Hire some more people during the holidays, you idiot. Mm-hmm. Thanks. Yeah. Mozilla has launched a new security feature with Firefox 83. It's hard to believe they're already up to version 83 with Firefox. Wow. Um, that can make sure that you're always establishing secure connections to every website that you visit. With the new HTTPS-only mode is switched on, the browser will automatically connect to the HTTPS version of a page, even if you manually, manually type in HTTP. In other uh, words, and of course, the S is for secure. Right. So further, Firefox will ask your permission to load websites that aren't encrypted via HTTPS in any way, which is also very helpful because if you go to any site, like a shopping site or something, you buy mm-hmm. something off somebody's website, you want to make sure that it's a secure site and has that oh, of course. HTTPS. Otherwise, do not put your information in it. I remember even though we don't sell anything on our site or sell anything, period, except advertising. You want to buy some advertising? Hello. Um, we still, years ago, converted to HTTPS just because it's more secure. Well, and even because we ask for people's uh, email addresses for our tech newsletter. That at yeah. least tells you that it, this is secure. Nobody's going to get this information except us. Yeah, that's true. So it's not just for shopping. You know, some people say, isn't the S for shopping? Well, no, it's for secure, but yeah. for shopping, absolutely. And so when you're looking up at those URLs, the universal resource locator, I bet you didn't remember that's what that meant. Funny how bizarre old terms come back to me sometimes. Um, But if you're looking at the location of the website up there, make sure if you're shopping, banking, anything to do with your money or anything to do with any personal information has HTTPS or else don't use them. 
Yeah, and some browsers, like I think Firefox has it somewhere, where it has like a little padlock symbol. And if yeah. the lock is locked, you're on a secure website. If it shows that the padlock is open, that's not a secure site and not something you should put any personal information on. There you go. See, check it. Visit intotomorrow.com and you'll see the little padlock. Which, by the way, when you're there, a little box pops up asking for your email address only, which we don't share with anyone, and that's why it's secure. But that will get you our free once-a-week tech newsletter. Trust me, you want to be getting that. Speaking of Amazon, as I was earlier, they say they've revamped their Echo Frames device, and it's now available for purchase, bringing Alexa capabilities, VIP contact alerts. I better be your uh, one of your VIP contacts. You are. Okay. And 40% more battery life than its predecessor. The smart frames are outfitted with clear lenses that can be swapped out for prescription lenses at LensCrafter stores. Interesting kind of hmm. partnership there. So maybe that'll help somebody. Who knows? Yeah. Uh, Amazon's Fire TV Cube can now be linked with a webcam for video chats on your TV screen. The new feature is available now and is limited to the newer second-generation model of the Cube, but it allows owners of that product to start two-way video calls with any Alexa-enabled device with a screen, including tablets, phones, and devices like the Echo Show. I've used that on my Echo Show. Cam and I have done video calls with you just on your Alexa app, but because you have that, that makes it an Alexa-enabled device so we can do video calls with it. Remember when... When I was, I think, in the hospital still with the Rona, and you used it, and Cameron for game night because I couldn't be you, there with you. You had just gotten home, but you haven't had a, you hadn't had a negative test yet. No, oh, we were all right, worried right, because right. Cameron hadn't been exposed, yeah. so we didn't want to take any chances. So yeah, that's true. And I was, and we were playing a card game with you guys, with you and Fausto and Israel, so forth. The regular game night guys night. And he actually got dealt my hand of cards. It was whatever it was, Uno or something. We were playing something fun, simple. And he's holding it up to the camera where only I could see it. And then I would kind of whisper into the Echo Show. And then he would play my card and then put him down, face down on the table. But he was playing for me. And it was it was awesome. And he was very proud that he could handle that. Well, that's you know, a certain technology that you know we're thankful that we had during this pandemic. Oh, yeah. You know, could you imagine if this was in the time before? For you know, video calls or video chats, and you know, I think you know, the, a lot of the the emotional toll would be a lot greater because at least people can be in touch with certain True. you know people. It's bad enough, and 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 while you don't have to worry about me, I can understand why some people get terribly depressed. Not only having had the COVID, I mean, you and I both survived it. Thank God you weren't in the hospital, but a month in the hospital for me. And yeah, I had feelings of, man, this is crazy. You know, this is nuts. But I understand how some people can get very depressed and detached and not seeing other people or the people you're seeing are all, you know, in space suits in order to see you. It's just well, bizarre. And I'm I am admittedly the most antisocial person you'll ever meet. Oh, yeah. I, I love staying at home, doing nothing. And, you know, but even I missed that human interaction with people. <laughs> of course. Wow. Uh, we talked about this on the show a couple of weeks ago. Well, now Apple made yet another change. Apple will waive its in-app purchasing requirement for App Store programs offering online experiences until June next year. The original deadline was December, but this pandemic made the technology giant reconsider, thus giving event providers a break from commission fees. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Again, out of the goodness of their Apple heart. Yeah. Larry in Metamora, Michigan, listens on AM 800 CKLW. Hello, Larry. Curious about how you get on an Android phone 
the Google Assistant from suddenly appearing when you haven't asked for the Google Assistant and starts asking you, can I help you? And a second uh, point is on Facebook, how you stop the videos that automatically start playing. I want to look at what people post. I don't want to look at or listen to or watch a video. Well, I don't blame you, Larry. Other than asking Google not to respond to any voice triggers, there's not a lot you can do right now. Google won't let you change the trigger word to something that doesn't include the word Google, and your phone will just react if it thinks it heard you call it. Yeah, in theory, as people use it more and the voice recognition gets better, there should be fewer false positives, but who knows? They may prefer to err on the side of answering too often than not enough. Now, we do have better news about Facebook, though. Uh, they're still an awful company, but uh, somehow, <laughs> yeah. somehow they managed to do one helpful thing, and they do allow you to disable autoplay for videos. Yeah, fortunately, thank God, right? To do that, you'll need to go to Setting and Privacy. Privacy, who says they don't have a sense of humor? <laughs> I like where they use the word privacy. Then click on settings, select video, and there should be a drop-down allowing you to set autoplay to off. Now, while you're in settings, if you go into the deactivation and deletion, you can delete your account from there. Just a not-so-subtle suggestion for a better life. Yeah. How about for a life in general? I, I still say that, you know, the month I took off Facebook, you know, several months ago was probably the best month of my life. But then you got back on it. Yeah. Well. You haven't gotten back onto Instagram, though. No. What's wrong with that? They, they're owned by the same I just, conglomerate. I just passed my, my two-year <laughs> anti-Instagram anniversary. Ooh, wow. No wonder I have to manually show you things I post on Instagram. Mm -hmm. By the way, if you want to follow me, because Chris is antisocial, to heck with him, uh, you can do that at Dave Graveline on every platform. Everything from Twitter to Parler to Facebook to Instagram. And if you make reference to the show, I'll follow you back. Because you get all these, you know, false followers, and if they don't make reference to Into Tomorrow somehow, then it's like, yeah, I'm not following you back, and then they end up dropping anyway. Let's see what happens. Intotomorrow.com. Let's meet there, shall we? Hey guys, it's Sue Cosner, your favorite sexual health expert, with another version of Ask the Pro. This month, I got a letter from Sandy in Seattle about an explosive bedroom secret she and her husband recently discovered. She writes, Dear Sue, my husband and I used to have a great life in the bedroom, but in the last few years, he has struggled. He's tried about everything, but nothing has worked. Then one day he came home and gave me a night I will never forget. He told me about this secret formula, Noxitril, that changed our life in the bedroom once and for all. Wow, Sandy, you beat me to it. I recommend Noxitril to every guy that struggles in the bedroom. It's the only one. Noxitril is all natural and works to increase blood flow fast. It's like that little blue pill on steroids. Noxitril has a special free bottle offer shipped discreetly to your door. To find out how to get your bottle of Noxitril, call 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Get your free bottle for a limited time. Call now. 800-574-5007. 800-574-5007. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Coming up in a few minutes, we'll be chatting with Louise Howe. She's an online shopping extraordinaire with a company called Southern Recipe Small Batch. Yeah. Wait till you hear the interview. It's very cool. Long name for the company. Really cool interview. Yeah, but she's going to be talking about how to find some of the best deals online. Yeah. 
Since the introduction of the color TV standards, insiders in the broadcast industry and manufacturers saw a need to enhance the picture quality drastically. In 1982, Japan made the first approach with a high-resolution technology. And in 1989, competing groups in the U.S. were developing enhancements to the existing analog technologies towards high resolution. In Europe, a project named Eureka 95 was started to develop a European concept that was discussed at IFA. Most illogical. That's this week's IFA update brought to you by Messe Berlin. Be sure to visit ifa-berlin.com. And when you do, be sure to visit us at intotomorrow.com as well. Sign up for our free tech newsletter. And by the way, when you call in and participate on the program, you can win some fabulous prizes like from Puro Sound Labs, wireless noise-canceling headphones for kids. we got several of those to share. From Sylvania, we've still got some of their Smart Plus Wi-Fi light bulbs. Now, if you want any of these particular prizes, no promises, no guarantees, but do tell us when you call in, and we'll do our best to get that item to you. For example, maybe from Turtle Beach, you'd like one of their Stealth 700 wireless gaming headsets. From Love Handle, we've got some custom Into Tomorrow smartphone grips. And trust me, you want one of Dave's Love Handles. And from EasyViz, indoor pan-tilt Wi-Fi security Security cameras participate. Call in to Into Tomorrow. Hi, I'm Joan London. If you're worried about your parent or loved one living alone, like I was, and you want reliable senior care information, then call a place for mom, the nation's largest senior living referral service. Finding an apartment that was on the courtyard with the view of the trees, the view of the ducks, the stream, the creek, all of that, that was what I needed. You'll get free information on assisted living, Alzheimer's care, nursing homes, even important financial information. Here's the number. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call a place for mom at 800-806-3752. That's 800-806-3752. A Place for Mom is a free service, and you can trust them to help you. So if you're struggling to find reliable senior living information, there's a place for answers, a place for mom. To speak with a local senior living advisor, call A Place for Mom at 800-806-3752. That's 800-806-3752. Welcome back into tomorrow in our 25th year on the air, covering the latest in consumer tech today and into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for joining us. Thanks especially when you participate on the program because you make the show. Your questions, comments, help for other listeners, any of those things that we get to hear you on the broadcast really makes the show, so don't hesitate to call us anytime. The best way, of course, as always, is to use the audio option on the free Into Tomorrow app that's good for your iPhone or iPad or your Android device, Android phone or tablets, whatever the case. We just want to hear from you. Or toll-free from anywhere in North America, 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Anytime, by the way, 
24-7. Our next guest is an online shopping extraordinaire whose mission is to find the best deals for any kind of cyber shopping. Hopefully you were busy last week on Cyber Monday, but it doesn't mean just that day. But in fact, any time, especially this time of year before the holidays. So online shopping extraordinaire with Southern Recipe Small Batch is Lois Howe. Lois, welcome into tomorrow. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing fine, thanks. Uh, we appreciate you joining us. It's always good to give more and more advice to our audience about shopping online. And these days, I guess more than ever, uh, I'm sure your experience has been the same, that, that people are shopping online because they have to, but also realizing there are a lot of benefits to doing that. I mean, the, the brick-and-mortar stores don't want to hear us say that, but come on, reality, right? Yeah, I think I think you're right. And, you know, we were chatting about that for a lot of really great reasons. Uh, a lot of people have turned to online. So the trends, the, the way that um, a lot of e-commerce sites operate, it's a lot more functional. And I found it interesting because in, back in 2010, Cyber Monday uh, amassed a, a billion dollars. And then last uh, last year in 2019, Americans spent more than nine billion dollars online for Cyber Monday. Wow! So the, the stats aren't in yet for twenty for twenty twenty, but I can only imagine that we're, we're going to beat that number too. Oh yeah, probably by a long shot. And whether it's pandemic oh, yeah. related or or just that people are saying, "Oh my gosh, you know, we're only what four weeks away from Christmas." <laughs> Sorry, everyone. <laughs> I just made a lot of people <laughs> panic. Uh, but yeah. you know, the fact is that a lot of people are saying, "I just haven't had the time, let alone enough masks." and everything else to go shopping. So online shopping yeah, exactly. seems to be the way to go. Yep, you know, absolutely. And I, you know, we all love the, the tradition that comes with it. Maybe Black Friday was your thing. Maybe Cyber Monday is your thing. But um, I, I really love the, the story behind Cyber Monday. It actually, uh, from the National Retail Federation, I, I'm sure you can guess it came from a, a retailer. <laughs> yeah. like, like a lot of holidays come from Hallmark. <laughs> you know, it's just a way yeah. to sell more cards and, and more other goodies. <laughs> Yeah, and so this coin, this term was coined in in 2005. So it's built up a lot of steam. Here we are today, you know, uh, uh, likely uh, exceeding that nine billion dollar mark that we did in 2019. But uh, originally, the team at the National Retail Federation noticed that there were spikes um, occurring online the following um, Monday after Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. So uh, they just really, you know, kind of uh, ran with that, and that's. That's where we are today. I, I wonder, Lois, if, if do you think a lot of that might have been that folks were physically, uh, since 2005, when it became a, a thing, uh, shopping in stores and then maybe couldn't find everything they wanted or thought, you know, wow, I really want to get that, but it's so expensive. I wonder if it's cheaper somewhere. Let me look online. And, and could that, do you think, have been the reason for those spikes? I think that's definitely a really, really good guess. Uh, it's also believed that it was actually due in part to people going back to work after the holidays. They have their minds on the holidays. They're also making purchases where inter- Internet connections might be faster. So 
sort of the idea that so many people are with their families, maybe under the same roof, your internet is slower, so then you get back to work and you have a little bit more space to do what you, you need to do. Ah, uh, good point. And of course, a lot of companies are uh, chagrined at the fact that their employees are shopping when they're supposed to be back at work. My gosh, you just had four <laughs> days off. You know, that's not enough. Now you got to do personal time shopping. But yeah, that kind of ends up being what happens, right? Yep, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I imagine that you've run across a few fun facts anyway about Cyber Monday in general. And, and like you say, how it came to be is kind of a unique story. Yeah, and, you know, um, Cyber Monday, so uh, originally following um, that Black Friday, that's just sort of a, another another play off of uh, that term that was coined. Um, I know originally it was uh, considered to be called Black Monday, but uh, after Black Friday uh, or Blue Monday, there were, um, you know, they were considering Blue Monday after computer hyperlinks, but here we are on Cyber Monday, just still calling it calling it that. Yeah, which is kind of cool. Now, help us out between now and, and the holidays, uh, be it Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever you may or may not celebrate, where people are saying, okay, but there's got to be uh, some really smart ways to do shopping online. Do you have some particular tips you can help us with? Yeah, absolutely. So uh, where you want to start is maybe take a look at which products, which deals happened the previous year. So now that we're past Cyber Monday, take a look at, uh, at, at what deals were happening last year and um, try to jump on the bandwagon there. Um, you can also follow your favorite brands on social media. A lot of brands are teasing uh, holiday specials uh, right now. So just stay in the know. No, we also know that a lot of brands are um, talking to consumers more and more uh, steadily through social media. So take a look there. And then also, of course, sign up for retailer newsletters. Um, maybe uh, make sure that you filter out the brands that you don't necessarily want to hear from, but the brands that certainly provide you with some added bonuses, maybe some recipes if they're a food brand or uh, some stories or how-tos if they're another brand, that's uh, where you want to start looking. Okay. And, of course, this would be one of those rare times where you want to check the box or, or don't uncheck it that says, yeah, sign me up for your newsletter because it'll help you get some good ideas. Perhaps you can always unsubscribe after the holidays and after all your, your gift-giving shopping is over. But that's a good idea because we're likely to find some things that we didn't even think about. Uh, I know we all have the same problem as, oh, my gosh, what to get her? What to get him? You know, what do I buy for the little ones? What? Do I... But at least that'll give you some ideas of something different because you're getting these newsletters and then hopefully they've got good deals for you or you know if you go online use this promo code ah maybe i'll save a buck um and what about shopping exactly. lists shopping lists handy as well i mean can you is it a, does it make sense if you're just doing online shopping to still make a list it does yeah so we know that the the way uh, a lot of people operate is um like you were just saying, when we're kind of in the middle of uh, thinking about what to get him, what to get her, we often forget about those little moments throughout the year where we thought, hey, that would be a really great gift for them. So start making your list now, even if you start to make a list and, and tuck it away somewhere that you'll remember for next year, um, maybe which Cyber Monday deals you want to latch on to, start making those lists now, and then you can let your your 
brain focus on other things, especially as we're in the middle of such a busy holiday season. Ah, and in fact, to your point, uh, this is a, a tip for everyone listening, is something that I've done the past several years. I go to my calendar for December 25th, and I start a Christmas gift list. And I'll add to it throughout the year as as I things occur to me or as I run across something. And, oh, Chris would like that. Let me put that on the list. And, oh, this is perfect for Madison. She'll love that. And, and, and that helps because then I'm not in a panic at this point, although I'm in a panic anyway because it's so close, um, <laughs> with, with so many people, you know, kids, grandkids, whatever the case, to buy for, that at least I've got some ideas. And then I'll go to that list, uh, and it's easy because, of course, when is Christmas? December 25th. So I'll go there and it's like at noon or something. I have my list. I'll open the calendar. I'll add to it. And then I'll put a check mark when I get the item. So I know they're covered. This one's covered. I've still got to buy for so-and-so. And then you could do the same thing on their birthdays. You know, if you obviously remember your friends, families, birthdays, and so forth, as you as things occur during the year, just put a little note there and then go to that date. And then say, oh, I forgot about that. You know, and there you go. So I'm hoping that'll that be... a really good idea. My little input for shopping lists. <laughs> <laughs> what do you... I love it. No, oh, good. Well, maybe you can share that as well. Tell them Dave sent you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what are the best products you think these days that you find most people are clamoring for or searching for online? And, of course, I, I assume that there's a nice slant toward what we cover uh, all the time year round, and that is consumer tech. But what are some of the things that you find people are saying, I've got to shop for this? Yeah, so um, electronics uh, and tech in general always seem to dominate Cyber Monday. Um, that was the same this past year. Um, we're expecting we're expecting that to be true through the holiday season, especially as more of us have sort of acclimated to an online world. We're looking for ways to make that even easier. So um, what does a, a virtual world right now look like, and, and how can we ease the strain of uh, what that might bring? Um, but something that's a little surprising is uh, is uh, some food. So a lot of food brands have um, have really uh, done done well this year. Have really given back in some unique ways. Have really come out with um, lots of uh, lots of ways to take care of the the communities, uh, whether through comforting snacks or, you know, through uh, the different ways that they're helping consumers. So um, take, a look at, take a look at food brands and some utensils in the kitchen and see where you can really elevate uh, what you're doing in that area. And great idea, especially for those listening that are hosting their own holiday dinner with, of course, only 10 family and friends. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> but the, fa- the fact is that people then, maybe they've de-stressed for all the gift-giving, but now the stress starts about the, the food itself. So I'm glad you brought that up. One of the things I've noticed at your website at southernrecipesmallbatch.com, it's a long, convoluted URL, but we'll get you there. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. You talk about holiday recipes and, and some of the cool things that you guys are doing. Give me an idea of what we would find there. Yeah, so I, I really love my job. What I get to do actually every day is, is talk to people like you and um, make sure that we are connected. And so um, at Southern Recipe Small Batch, we make pork rinds, cracklins. We also have some bean dips. But um, the the thing, uh, yeah, the thing about <laughs> you got you got snacks, my attention. I love a good bean dip. <laughs> <laughs> the 
Yeah, yeah. The thing that's so great about snack foods like this is they do bring comfort. They do bring people together, and especially such a nostalgic snack like this that we've uh, elevated to be clean ingredients, um, high-protein, low-carb, high-fat for uh, people that might be giving the keto diet a try. It's really a, a way to bring us together, so especially around the holidays when we're looking for unique ways to uh, get people safely around the table. Uh, we're looking for maybe some unique recipes to bring a little comfort, to bring a little smile. That's um, something that we're really passionate about, so that's what we're looking forward to. Oh, I like it. I'm, I'm seeing now pork and pinto bean dip. Never had that, but certainly would love to try it. And, uh, and you got pork cracklins, and so obviously you do a lot at Southern Recipe Small Batch with pork rinds as you mentioned, and the bean dips. What a cool idea. And everybody has to have some nice appetizers as, as everyone's arriving and people are getting together before you sit down for the big heavy meal. What a great idea. That's kind of cool. Yeah. And, you know, for me, so I, I really love sharing food with my family that's just plain delicious. So <laughs> yeah. when I, I, I know when I'm serving uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas food, um, you know, all of the all of the holidays are just going to bring us together where we have a lot of traditions happening. Uh, for me, that's that's number one. But even outside of that, um, food that's going to just really fuel them and make them feel good. So um, that's that's where things like uh, Southern Recipe Small Batch for me really check all the boxes. Mm. Well, by all means, we recommend that our audience check out the seasonal pork rind flavors, among other things. Uh, Lois, you're a delight to chat with. Great tips for online shopping in general. And now I'm starving. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> Got to get some pork rinds and bean dip. Do visit Southern Recipe Small Batch dot com. All one word, of course. We'll get you there. You're a mouse click away when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. Thanks so much for spending a few minutes with us. I look forward to chatting with you again. Yeah, thanks so much. My pleasure. I'm Dave Graveline. Into Tomorrow continues right here on the Advanced Media Network. Are you from California, Illinois, New York, Georgia, or any of the other 39 states that charge state income tax? Does your state claim you owe them any amount of back taxes? Or have you not filed in years? Is your heart pounding because you know they're wrong or you just don't have the money? Don't fight the state income tax board alone. The tax doctor is here to help you. The state is much more aggressive than the IRS in collecting taxes. They have the power to take your home, your car, your driver's and business licenses, even garnish your wages, freeze your bank accounts, and go after your spouse. Solve all your income tax problems permanently and keep more of your hard-earned money. Make this 100% guaranteed risk-free call right now. 800-281-7048. 800-281-7048. 800 That's 800-281-7048. This is longtime listener Ricky in the Woodlands, Texas, wishing our deployed troops a happy holiday season, prosperous new year, and safe returns. Make sure you all do Dave a favor and listen to the Into Tomorrow show and check out the ITTV videos. I know it's Christmas, but if you watch them long enough, you might just find an Easter egg. And now back to you, Dave. <laughs> hey, good point. You might just. And, of course, intotomorrow.com is where you'll find all the goodies. Thank you, Ricky in Texas. And if you would like to send us a holiday greeting from you, we 
we would love to play it on the radio. Just try to keep it around 30 seconds or less, and feel free to say whatever you'd like. We'll add the music, and the best way is to use the free Into Tomorrow app and hit the audio button and just send us the message, and we will play it on the radio. Isn't that cool? I think so. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. (laughs) And there you go. Uh, We've got an email, which we do read occasionally. This one from Willie, who didn't tell us where he's listening from or how he listens or any of the above. But he asks this question. I have a new automobile that does not have a CD player. I have a portable CD player that have a three and a half millimeter connection cord. However, there doesn't seem to be any way to plug it into the car audio system. Does this mean I need to purchase another portable CD player with a special USB connection? Yes. Okay. Next question. No, Willie, there are cables like the one you describe, but they usually have very different uses from the one you're describing. So you may find that they don't work for what you're trying to do. Now, if this car is modern enough to have ditched CDs, then it probably has Bluetooth built in, and that's probably a much safer way to go. You can buy very inexpensive Bluetooth adapters online that will take 3.5 millimeter input and turn it into a wireless signal that your car's receiver should be able to pick up and use. A good reason to look at a Bluetooth adapter is that it's a generic solution, which is helpful when you're trying to incorporate CDs, which are probably no longer interesting devices to cater to directly. And the reason we say that is if you look at a CD album sales by year, you'll find that in the year 2000, almost 950 million albums were sold. By 2010, that number had dropped to 253 million. Last year, the number didn't even get to 44 million. Jeez. So in, and as of late 2019, vinyl sales were expected to surpass CD sales. So don't expect a lot of CD-centric tech to come out anytime soon. Yeah, it's just not likely to happen. More info for you at intotomorrow.com. Airlines have just reduced their prices even more. Book 30 days in advance and save big. Want the absolute lowest prices on your airline tickets? Then call the low-cost airlines travel hotline right now. For prices so low, we can publish them anywhere. The only way to access our low rates and save up to 70% is to call. Save hundreds on your vacation tickets by calling right now. You can fly anywhere in the world and pay discount prices on your your airline tickets. Book a flight today to London, Paris, Madrid, or anywhere else you want to go and pay a lot less guaranteed. Call the International Travel Department right now at Low Cost Airlines. 800-419-2335. 800-419-2335. That's 800-419-2335. This is Nicole and Elizabeth Lefty. We're from Naples, Florida, and we just want to wish you a happy holiday and new year. Please visit Into Tomorrow online and on the radio. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you very much. We appreciate that. If you would like to send a similar holiday greeting, we'd love to hear it and play it on the radio. Just use the Into Tomorrow app. We'll add the music, keep it under 30 seconds, and we'll get you on the radio just like that. 
It'll be fun. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. Don't forget you can listen 24-7 on our website. Streamguys.com helps us stream the last several weeks of Into Tomorrow nonstop at intotomorrow.com. Allison in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, listening on Talk 107.3 WBRP. What information is on the computer chips and our credit cards besides credit information? Uh, well, Allison, the chips and credit cards, EMV chips, contain the information required to authorize the transaction. Now, what that information is varies depending on whether it's a debit or a credit card, but it's basically an account information, like account number, maybe a routing number, that kind of data, and a dynamic security token. The extra token aside, the information is what you would find in the magnetic strip, and it doesn't include information about the owner. Yeah, EMV chips just add some level of encryption over the magnetic strip. But keep in mind that the U.S. is pretty far behind most of the world in these technologies, and this is relatively old technology that is quickly losing ground to more heavily encrypted contactless technology. More info for you in all three hours at intotomorrow.com. Bringing you the latest in consumer electronics and technology, this has been Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. To participate with Dave and his tech geniuses and win prizes anytime, 24-7, use our free Into Tomorrow app for your iPhone, Android, and netbooks. Available in your app store or call 1-800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. Be sure to visit our website anytime to read our show notes and watch our ITTV videos at intotomorrow.com. And join us next week as we bring you further Into Tomorrow. 